What can I say? I won't give it up. What's up, everybody? My name is Brian Chartrand. I'm a singer-songwriter based in Phoenix, Arizona, and I started a podcast called So the Story Goes with Brian Chartrand. It's a podcast that connects with creatives, you know, mainly creatives uh, here in Phoenix, but also international touring artists, names that you definitely will recognize. And we talk about everything from pop culture to music to art, how they stayed creative during the pandemic. It's a lot of fun, especially if you love music, and I know you do. I'm also old friends with your dear friend, Boomer. I hope you uh, check out So the Story Goes. I think you'll dig it. You can find it at Apple Podcasts on Amazon. Join us for the next conversation. We're celebrating 100 episodes. Thanks for listening. You gotta make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at nine. Welcome and bienvenidos to another episode of Service Entrance, people. I am Boomer and I'm Pixie. Hola, hola, Pixie. <laughs> hola, hola, indeed. Hola. <laughs> for those of you who are new to the show, just jumping in, this podcast is for and about the gritty, underpaid, underprivileged service industry workers of the world. Unite! We have clearly made some wrong turns in our lives because no matter what, we've ended up right here in jobs where no matter our talents, our arts, our skills, we end up dealing with the infamous Karens and Florida man. Florida man. Florida menses and Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Von Uppity. On a daily basis, day in and day out, you and I, we walk through the parking lot of broken dreams and we enter through the specially marked door. You are aware of what door it is called. It is called the service entrance door. Sad, but true. (laughs) If you are interested in listening and sharing in the war stories of the, the industry, or if you're curious as to what us, the help, are actually thinking... We are going to share with you stories of the strange, shocking, and hilarious, because laughing is the only way that we can make it through. Absolutely. This is an industry that we have come to truly love, even though it's insane to love it. And you will hear us rant and bitch about how we have to work at work and deal with terrible people when we are, in fact, people ourselves. But we kid because we care. We do. nothing. Nothing that we would rather be doing except maybe this podcast right here. Loving what we do is like loving the thing that's not going to love us back. You know what I mean? Yeah, chocolate. Exactly. (laughs) You son of a sweet bitch. (laughs) This podcast loves us back, though. So that's not. Yeah, it does. It totally does. (laughs) Also, please do us a favor. Uh, If we're not for you, then listen anyway. Okay. Hate listen, listen, rage listen, binge listen, listen. heckle us because we know that the only thing on this world better than a good horror movie is a terrible fucking horror movie. And I will go down to my dying day saying that this is one of the most brilliant phrases you've ever come up with, Pixie. Mm -hmm. If you don't like us, press Press play play and and walk walk away. away. Exactly. One final disclaimer. This show, like the industries we cover, comes with some spicy fucking language. Ay, 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 muy caliente. You have been forewarned. Fuego. If you are wanting to do us a huge favor, and I know you are, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this here show. Five stars. Leave yourself a review, or leave us a review, I guess, on whatever platform you are listening on it does not matter what you say it just helps us move up the charts and if you're feeling super kind because you've rated and reviewed and shared and listened already and you want to do more well we How got can they do that well we can we could go in through so many ways let's discuss them okay you can send us your stories via email service entrance people at gmail.com costs you nothing makes the world a better place or you can message us on Facebook at Service Entrance People Podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram at Service Entrance People Pod because it's all meta, baby. Girl, who's all up in your DM? Hopefully people who love this podcast. I hope so, too. And if you want to go even more above and beyond, Patreon.com slash Service Entrance People. Become a producer of this show. Any level of producership You get free stuff, you get access to bonus materials, and you get your name said at the very end of this program if you are an executive producer. So lovingly. So, so lovingly. The latest bonus episode is up. It is Jeffrey Dahmer, Food Critic. 
absolutely cool. Very, very cool. And if you don't want to commit fully to that and you just want to give us a little little something. A little taste. A little just, a, you know, what the price of a cup of coffee. A little. Yeah. Then well, you can go to PayPal at Service Entrance Peeps and just do a one-time donation. No commitment necessary. A dollar or a million. Every little bit helps. It does. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the YouTube channel. Yes. At Service Entrance People on the YouTube, where we do have closed captioning uh, available for um, some of our hearing impaired listeners or, or hearing less good. Like me. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Those who need closed captioning, we have it for you. I guess that Yay. would be the best way to put it, except it's not the best way to put it. I could figure out a punchier way to say that next time, maybe. Yeah, you should work on that. I should. It's almost like I should talk for a living. <laughs> now, with all of this being stated, yep. I like the fact that you like to highlight what we're about to do next. Oh, yes. Bring it. <laughs> this next part of our program is highly sponsorable. So sponsorable. We can't stress it enough. It's, that being said. It's almost a shame that this is still sponsorable. I will say that right now. It's still sponsorable. It's a shame that this has not been I sponsored yet. Yes. I am too. But let's do this. Let us close the doors, lock them up, crank up the real tunes, and grab our, our shifty, shifty of the week. week. This week, I will go first, since mm -hmm. you went first last week. I am going to go with some friends of ours, the Southern Barrel Brewing Company of Bluffton, South Carolina. I love that he's holding it up for you in the can, like he's presenting it like Vanna White style, to but the microphone. none of you can see it. <laughs> it is held up to my microphone so that you can see this Beach Bully Pale Ale from Southern Barrel. You know that this does not have a camera. <laughs> You don't have a camera. <laughs> the ABV on this thing, mm -hmm. TBD. Oh. Because it's not written on the can. So, so we'll just see if I get schnockered or not. Okay. That's probably going to be it. But I will say that uh, this Beach Bully did win the gold medal at the 2022 South Carolina Beer Awards presented by the South Carolina Brewers Guild. Ah, congratulations. Hell fucking yes. Let us do this. Every goddamn time. <laughs> There's a little citrusy in there. It's funny that you should say Hellas, because mine is a Hellas lager by Southern Barrel. Hey, Southern Barrel! Bluffton, South Carolina. Hey! 5.2 ABV. They decided to list it on mine. What the hell? Today, the crack was not with us. I just like the fact that I've kept up my streak of spilling beer on myself every single time I crack Fantastic. a can for pretty much the entirety of these last 20 whatever episodes. Well, I'll tell you, the Hellas Lager, shockingly, tastes like a lager. What? I know. It's so crazy. So crazy. I bet they did that on purpose, by the way. Made it taste like a lager? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to speak for the Southern Barrel Brewing Company of you think that Bluffton, was South intent? Carolina, but I do believe they may have, like... Totally meant it that way. Okay. Alrighty. So, now that we have done all of that, I believe it is time to get down to brass tacks, Pixie. Okay. Let us get into episode 29 of Service Entrance People today. It is entitled, Delicious Leftovers and Assorted Goodness. Mmm. And so the topic of today isn't really a topic per se. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, you're welcome for that. You're thinking I'm you're on fire. way too clever. I am on fire. Oh, dial it in. So no, this is for us on this side of the microphone. Um, it is kind of an odds and ends. It's an episode of housekeeping. It is. It's the drawers of our filing cabinet here at the worldwide headquarters our dirty, of service entrance dirty people drawers. are very, very full. So we are pulling out some <laughs> old anecdotes and stories that we had prepared for other episodes that didn't make it onto the shows. Mm -hmm. So we are now going through, this is almost like a, a deep cuts, I guess. Yeah. Like a, a album of B-sides and rarities. Rough cut, chop shop, words. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzword, buzzword, buzzword. And let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Our first story of the day comes from content producer Chef Hope. Oh, I love Chef Hope. She always has some tasty, tasty stories for us. And this is no different. Chef Hope writes to us 
So we were at the end of our lunch rush, and I started to smell something burning. I was asking everyone, check the ovens, fryers, toasters, etc. Could not find the source. I was like, okay, was it her own hair? What the fuck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Is my hair burning? Am I on fire? Why is there toast smell? (laughs) Why is there toast smell would totally be you, but am I on fire would definitely be me. Absolutely. (laughs) Like I would look at my hair, then check my armpits. (laughs) Am I on fire? Do the whole thing where you look and your jacket's flapping and you're like, and it's on fire. Then you yeah. try to do the thing, then it just gets worse. You're and then you're like the, the flames. The waiter running on fire, <laughs> crashing through the fucking plate glass window into this fountain out front. Well, if you are on fire, you have to run through the glass window. Obviously, there's literally no other choice. I mean, that's just you it, know what? it has to happen. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on blast here, as the kids like to say, 15 years ago. <laughs> All of those firefighters who came when I was a kid and Mm -hmm. talked to us in like grade school yeah stop drop and roll fucking eat a dick (laughs) all right because it's not if you're on fire and you're in a restaurant it's run through the plate glass fucking window everybody knows this run through the dining room into and through the plate glass window because you know what stops fire glass blood your delicious blood will stop that fire, I promise you. Fire. If you have enough of it on the outside, it will stop. Why do you think we sacrifice people by fire? It's because it's the only thing to quench the fire. That's very true. <laughs> You're such a smart lady. I know. This is why you should be doing a podcast, because you are a smart fucking lady. I digress, and back to Chef Hope. Where is the fire coming from? That is the question. Mm-hmm. Of of her most pertinent importance, one of the bussers then runs from outside to the inside and screams. It tastes like burning. It smells like burning. Oh. It looks like burning because there's a fire in the parking lot. A car. A car was on fire. Are you kidding me? In the parking lot. Now, this oh. restaurant abuts a grocery store. Yeah. And so everybody then drops what they're doing. To go stare at fire. To go stare out the door. And there is indeed a car on fire in the parking lot of the grocery store. Wow. Someone upset their ex-girlfriend and or wife. Do not mess with bipolar Becky. Yeah. You shouldn't have broken up with her, dude. (laughs) Or at least you should have made her think it was her idea. Yeah. Exactly. Do the, it's, it's she not, came with a gas can and a box of matches, and she was ready. You flipped it. It's it's not me. It's you. Should not be what you say. <laughs> it's it's not you. It's it's me. So the entire then restaurant basically all just sat and watched and wondered what the fuck and how did this happen? Oh my god! Now Chef Hope, who typically is a great great content producer did the thing again with this story. She cliffhangered it? I don't know what happens after (gasps) that. Chef Hope. Like, I'm not going to say that they're blue, but the balls here are definitely not flesh-colored. Yeah, they're left wanting. They're starting (laughs) to lose some oxygen at this moment, okay? So Hope, because we know that you listen, please provide us with some sort of how did that catch fire? Some sort? Some sort? Some sort of it. Of the stort that we need. <laughs> Just tell us what the fuck happened at the end. We need to know. I very much badly need to know, like, was the car completely totaled on fire? Was it... Was it the engine? Was it an electrical fire? Was it an old lady who left a candle burning of... Uh, it smells like coconut and key lime? Was it Richard Pryor freebasing? Oh, my goodness. That's right. Topical humor from this guy <laughs> right fucking here. All the kids get that reference. So, yes, please. I, I, I need to know. We need to know. Funny, though, before I let you jump into your yeah, first thing, yeah. here's here's a little parenthetical from something that happened where we work not too long ago. We have a busser slash runner slash expo kid whose name is Max. He is a wonder child of amazingness. Max is fucking great. This kid is going to fucking become president or, no, do something respectful with his life when he grows up, okay? Better than president. He's actually going to be a respected individual in this world. Yeah, Okay. he's going to have people that genuinely love him and he's going to do amazing things. He totally is. He will bury us all in the best possible way. But young Maximus... (laughs) 
learned a valuable lesson at work the other day. Yes, he did. We have heat lamps in our expo window like every single restaurant on the planet. Now, these heat lamps are, fuck, what's the word? Hot. I am surprised by this. Yes. Now, one of the things that hot heat lamps shouldn't be near are paper products. You're kidding me. Again, mind-blowing. So. But Porqué. I'll tell you Porqué, Pixie. (laughs) I'll go there. So we have these little baskets that we'll put appetizers and such in, and we have the little paper that you line the basket with. Because we're very fancy. We are very fancy. Pinky up with those paper baskets. Maxie was trying to do a thing and be like, if I pre-paper them and stack them, then it'll be easy. You can just take it and not have to fold the paper as you're doing the thing. You just take it and go, He was right? trying to uh, jump the assembly line. He was. This would have been fine had he not done such a good job because <laughs> he did so many of them that they were stacked up so high that the top one, as he was picking it up to put things in, paper meets heat, heat lamp meets oxygen moving fire oh a basket full of fire so maxi screams out bah! <laughs> i turn my head Bah-cock! yeah cock <laughs> fire cock <laughs> and he's like oh fire and so i'm like max put the fire out it's very easy very calmly put I'm, the fire out yeah i'm like david swim to me it's fucking <laughs> Don't like, drown, you idiot. Swim. swim to me. You're fine. <laughs> so fucking, he starts to flap the paper. No, Maxie, come which on. Which makes it kind of puff, puff, and then boom, up again. And yes. then he does it again. And I said, Max, you need to be a man and put the goddamn fire out. Mind you, I was saying this loud and in the open dining room, but that's fine because there was fire involved. <laughs> At that point, our kitchen manager decided to interject And to show Max how men put fire out. And he took his fucking hand and grabbed the paper and poof. He crumpled it in his own hand. He smushed out the fire with his hand like men do. Like chefs do. Because chef hands. Still. Man chef hands. No. Chef hands. Whoa man chef hands. (laughs) Whatever. But awesome. That's a a decent flex and a lesson for Max. Yes. And fire in the kitchen. And in the restaurant. <laughs> awesome. Everybody fire wins. everywhere. Literally, everybody wins in that story. You know what I will say? The fire in the kitchen is probably the only appropriate place in a restaurant where fire should be had. Well, I don't know. What if you have like a flambe <laughs> and you're bringing the flambe out to the table to be a fucking flexor and you're like, whoa, look at my flambe. <laughs> like, I'll allow that. I'll allow a little sterno action in the uh, dining. But speaking of hot things. Let's talk about it. Let's go over to uh, cut two. No cut two. Because I have a story for you. So this next story comes to us from Courtney in Round Rock, Texas. Hey, Courtney. You know what? Funny story. I have heard of Round Rock, Texas, but never knew where it was until I was, as I do, obsessively looking over our stats yeah and our analytics and saw that we actually have like a really big listenership in round rock texas i i've never heard of it but i am stoked that she is listening absolutely now round rock in case you were wondering well now i am (laughs) round rock is just outside of austin texas which of course is not to be confused with austin massachusetts or Or boston Boston, texas Texas. exactly exactly (laughs) thank you so she says I recently went to a Thai-style restaurant. This place was nice and clean, the prices were fair, and there was a good variety of food. Hey, hey, was she tying one on? Oh, my God. Huh? Stop. Huh? She says, my partner ordered some extra hot drunken noodles. Let's See? Just say, told you. Yeah. Fucking told you. Let's just say the restaurant delivered when it came to spice. Nice. <laughs> I ordered some spicy sushi, and it had a wonderful mouth-burning goodness. Shushi. <laughs> and shishini. I think some having some panic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> she said they were nice enough bringing our waters uh, before they took our order. They were nice enough to bring us our water before they took our order. Cool. It was great because I was sticking to water anyway, so I figured I could avoid the whole extra waiting for refills just in case, which you talked about in a previous episode. I did. <laughs> well, you did. One of us did. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. She says, what happened next was odd. You see, everything was great except for one very small detail. Okay. My partner had a tea, and when they refilled it, 
They brought him another tea that was in a cup already. Then they poured the fresh, quote unquote, fresh tea into the cup that he already had and set the, quote unquote, again, fresh cup of tea now half full to the side. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Do that Do that for me one more time so, so I can... All right. What she's saying is they took an entire cup of brand new tea. Okay. Brought it to the table okay. where there was an empty cup of tea. Okay. They refreshed it by okay. pouring it. Okay. But because there's already ice and stuff in there from mm-hmm. the first one, it left like half to a quarter of the fresh, fresh, tea, fresh tea. Right. And they just left that on the side. Okay. Instead of subbing out the old glass for the new, they did a whole like splashy switcheroo. Okay. I've I've done that. Which is weird. Which is why I'm the shittiest fucking server yeah, exactly. that ever lived. Making it seem like what they mentioned, what you mentioned they did in episode 25, bringing the tea that someone else had sipped on. Oh. I think she wants a, a content producer credit. So if you I, keep sending us it, yeah. stories, Courtney, I can tell yeah. you're listening and I'm loving it. So many questions, she says. Why not just leave the new tea? Why pour it so loudly when we were talking, thus to draw attention to yourself? Because I'm doing, look at me, I'm servering. Do you see me? <laughs> I'm being attentive to your needs. She says, then our waiter, who was absolutely lovely, don't get me wrong, came back to refill my water with the pitcher. And instead of just refilling my water, he poured it from the side. So I'm guessing the side that didn't have a spout. Messily, then left the pitcher on the table when I had already pulled my partner's fresh untouched water over to my side. So I had two cups of water anyway. So pause. Yes. I have done that. Also? Not leaving the jug on the wa- on the table, though. Yeah, that's But I've tried to get fancy and do the side pour. Why? The whole because spout thing ice, has a reason. Because ice, to try to get... Ice in there if it's ice water because if you do the spout, especially if it's you know bigger ice cubes, then they don't go down. Yeah, I guess at our restaurant we just do the spritzy spritzy, so I never really think about it. But I like the little. But but we have the small cubes. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, so I've I've tried to do the side pour and gotten it all over. I will tell you, but I have never left one on the table. That's fucking that's trash. When I've done the pour, where uh, she's doing what or she's talking about what he was doing, I have always picked the glass up and brought it towards myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like to reach over people. That no. always seems rude to me. That's something my father taught me. My mother would yeah. fucking die and then spin in her grave yeah, if she if caught just, me reaching across yeah, like that. Yeah, reaching across to pour something and yes. in front and cutting off the two people's field of view. That's yes. super rude. She says, while I was drinking from the fresh glass that my partner had not touched, I guess it cued the waiter that we were still going to be waiting for something else. So finally, he removed the pitcher and asked us if we wanted anything else. We then foolishly ordered two desserts because they're usually small. It's never foolish to order dessert. (laughs) She says, boy, were we wrong. Ooh, biggins? They were delicious, but the size was as big as my head. I guess they must have thought that we were fat, gross, disgusting Americans to order this after already ordering two separate meals. Anyway, the whole thing oh, was- so big American penis. <laughs> That's all I can think of. I'm Such sorry. Such a large American Such a penis. Such a American penis. He says, oh. anyway, the whole thing felt really odd. The whole drink sharing and pouring over. And all I could think about was just what you guys had mentioned about bringing the tea over. Someone had already drank it because you walked by me, you shitty fucking waitress. You shitty fucking waitress. So that's my share. Thanks, wow. Courtney. Courtney, big ups. <laughs> That's awesome. Also, you know, technically, we don't know if Courtney is a woman or a man are there from a man that story. Courtney? Courtney Gaines Band. Oh, oh, well, yes. oh, I'm so sorry. If, friend, if it was friend a of he... the program, friend of the program, Courtney Gaines, a.k.a. Yeah. Malachi from Children of the Corn. Courtney, if you're a dude, I apologize for calling you a she. I did not know men were named Courtney. Um, so I, I sit here corrected. Literally, I've talked about Courtney before. I know, but he, she, it, they. All right, well. That's fine. You're all wonderful sparkle ponies in our eyes. Absolutely. You know why? Because you write us stories. Absolutely. And you paid attention to episode numbers. Hell yeah. I am like blushing. You are. (laughs) You have a very nice rojo to your cheeks. Oh, yeah. See what I did there? Mm -hmm. I am going to uh, dust off this story from Will. Will Stone, as a matter of fact. Nice name. Strong name. Will Stone is writing from South Carolina, Mm -hmm. upstate. Not okay. not where we are in the low country, 
but upstate. So he's the upper echelon. Yes. In Michigan, he would be called a Uper. Ew. Or the Uper Peninsula. The Weird. Upers. Yeah, no, that's a thing. It's absolutely a thing. Weird. So anyway, Will writes, I was working at a Barnes & Noble one day when a hellish customer came in. She was what? a young woman. Yeah, name. <laughs> she was a hellish logger. <laughs> Son of a bitch. She was a young woman with a sharp tongue and a short temper. Good God. <clears throat> Pixie. <laughs> She what are you looking at me? <laughs> what you, was that look? You have neither of those things. Why I would I don't. say that? I am a goddamn delight and you, you do well to remember it. You are a it. fucking lady. She immediately <laughs> started yelling at poor Will because the book that she wanted was out of stock. Well, how dare he? You <laughs> son of a motherless goat. <laughs> I apologized and I told her that I could order it for her. She refused to listen, however. She said she wanted the book. Okay. She wanted it right now. <laughs> Run it right now. And she insinuated that I was incompetent because the book wasn't in stock. Okay. Because he's not just a clerk, he's a distributor. And a writer and, of the book that she wanted. And a publishing house. <laughs> and the Gutenberg Press. <laughs> I tried to calm her down, but she would not listen. She started yelling, calling me names and then accused him of stealing her book. Oh, she sounds like the Karen from um, with the airlines. Mm-hmm. This is also some very restauranty shit, by the way. I just want to say, like, I've been yelled at because food items were sold out before. That's weird. Because but we sold so many. I've not personally been a part of that, but I remember that story so vividly about the airline and being accused of stealing the ticket. Yes. And I think it's hilarious because you do have to register like a day before. Yeah. So, yeah, weird. airlines, you can't just go willy nilly anymore. Like, they track not that across shit now. countries. Like, yeah, that's no, weird. just period. You can't fucking, you can't just wander into a fucking I know, airport it's been right so now. long since I've been on a plane. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> I don't know, since, oh, what year was it? I don't know, 2001, <laughs> give or take. They've taken flying really fucking serious with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some shit went down. I forget what. Anyway, back to poor <laughs> Will. He gets yelled at, accused of being a, th- a, a book thief, right? Great. Great book. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I was starting to get concerned, but I knew that I had to stay calm. I told her I was sorry that she was upset. So sorry. But there was nothing I could do about it. <laughs> she then started throwing things. Oh, classy. Real classy. Among the items thrown. Oh, God. There's a tally. Yes. <laughs> Books. Obviously. Magazines, because Barnes and Noble. Oh, no, that's messy. Oh, wait for it. She even threw the cup from her Starbucks. That's messy. Parentheses. Thankfully, it was an iced coffee. Sweet Pete. Yes. As I ducked and dodged the best I could. Dip, dive, duck, dodge, dip. <laughs> dodge, duck, dip, dive, <laughs> dodge. <laughs> However, she still landed a few hits. She and in, in, he was physically assaulted in, uh, at a Barnes and Noble. Yeah, it, it, to use a with uh, iced beverage, a basketball term. She sounds like she's a volume shooter. Just fucking <laughs> as many that as she like can go. That sounds like a porn term. <laughs> well, there was also that one movie, but you know, uh, uh, Dan Slut was in Volume Shooter. Actually, Dan Slut Volume Shooter. See, pew 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 pew. <laughs> Finally, Will says, my manager came over and saw what was happening. Which, by the way, if you're a manager and multiple medium of things are thrown at an employee and you're just sort of then getting to it. (laughs) You might want to rush in. You better be hanging out with Chef Hope watching a car on fire. Okay, (laughs) because you're fucking... (laughs) person your employee getting assaulted by multiple different media is a huge fucking violation so bad it's so bad he pulled the woman away and told her to leave get out right meow Mm -hmm. she screamed and cursed at him but he didn't back down he escorted her out of the store and finally will was safe good god will went through the trenches Now, he was shaken up by the experience, uh, but he was glad that he was able to stay calm and not let the woman get to him. Uh, I know not everyone would have been able to do that, but I'm proud of myself for handling the situation the way I did. 
Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, that's a... I think I might have started throwing shit right back at her. Yeah, so here's my thing. Like, big props for not escalating, for Mm -hmm. being the the, the bigger of the two. But here's my question. I had a brandished blade. Because you carry (laughs) one with you. That's why you would do that. (laughs) So if the manager came over, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And she didn't throw anything at the manager, but yeah. she threw it at Will. Oh, yeah. She's a full Karen. No, but that's... So does that mean that she's respecting the manager authorita? Or no. did the manager come over with a little cock swagger, whereas Will was maybe a little bit more passive is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think Will was more passive. once you get a volume shooter shooting, it takes <laughs> something to break that spell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think the manager probably looked like I will totally just beat the piss out you. It's the different color shirt that did it. That manager color. She was like, oh, yeah, the hold full, on. The full button down and not the three button polo. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that'll that's get some attention. Right there. Yep. Just That'll shrivel it up. Dry that shit right up. <laughs> Will, first of all, thank you for your service and thank you for writing in. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you for going through the trenches. So I want to tell you a little story of mine. That Drop was a- it weird experience drop it as though it is medium rare <laughs> i went to a taco festival which was called um taki taki yum yum no it was uh tacos and taps in north carolina okay and it's at this so it wasn't like you were eating tacos at military funerals correct no because that would have been fucked up pixie and we would have had to have had to talk about that i mean there's always a good spot for a taco I'm not going to say that I wouldn't eat one at a military funeral. Well, I'm saying if they're playing taps, like that's a fucking, you know, saluting as you're. I will salute as I eat my taco. Salute and execute that (laughs) chewing of the taco. Exactly. Um, So my friend and I thought being that it's tacos and taps, though, that it was going to be more of a beer fest. Now, we went to a beer and bacon festival the year prior, which was absolutely awesome. However, it was not. What we experienced was... um, Tequila shots. And Ooh. Yeah, you, you pay this one-time service fee, and you get free taco tickets, so it, it drives the price down of the, like various food items, and then all the tequila you can fucking drink. Oh, that's such a clever way around rules. Yeah, it was uh, like, so everybody stands in a line, so you're not getting... You know, shot, 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 shot. But you are at the same time at the start, totally getting shot, 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 shots. Okay, about your rules, Bob. Yeah, it was really interesting um, because this amphitheater, being that it's got like the whole festival vibe, food trucks, and the whole um, stage that plays, you know, the '90s hits, which we all love because we feel like we're still young. People bring their children. Obviously, why wouldn't you bring your children when you're getting fucking wrecked on tequila and tacos? I actually saw this couple that had one of those extended, um, what's the thing you put the fucking children in to push them? <laughs> Are we looking for the word stroller? Yes, that thing. Would it be stroller, Could Pixie? you tell that I don't have children? That thing. So they put them in the stroller. I was going to call it a trolley. <laughs> hey, they both start with letters. They put them in the stroller and it was extended where it had four seats because they had four fucking children. Put your dick away. <laughs> they had four children and they were drinking excessively and making such a scene. At one point, the wife gets on the ground like, all right, you know how if you're doing a push up, but you're doing it incorrectly. So your ass is really high in the air. So you're in the sex position is what you're saying. Basically, she was on the lawn. She's in the receiving position. In the receiving position, but like way too high up because it looks like she's about to do a push-up. Leverage, though. And then she was trying to twerk in front of her husband, who is pushing the stroller Mm. with the four children. That's how they got four children. And then, because she couldn't (laughs) hold her body weight up, she sort of did the fumble and like face planted. Oh. Yeah. Real classy. Wow. Now, we've seen, sorry, mm-hmm. pause. We've seen the folks coming in to restaurants at like 1030 in the morning with the kid and being like, I'm just going to like, are you guys open yet? Can I just get like two quick beers in the I'm next? I'm just going to balance them the on next my baby's head. Eight minutes. Yeah. And let me just slam these really quick before I have to go back shopping with my wife. Absolutely. 
Or husband. Yeah, whatever. I can't deal is all I know. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So so Barbara over there was just fucking- She was just working it. Shit hammered. Trying to work in it. Face down, ass up. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> ready for number five. That's the way she revs it up. Just number cinco. Cinco of the babies. It will be on the way. Yeah. Wow. I will say I like the mm. uh, the diversity of the crowd, though. Way different from the Bacon Festival. Hum. Let's see. Bacon. Fat white Americans. Tacos. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, everybody loves tacos. Legit. Uh, there was an interesting- Funny. No Jews at the Bacon Fest. <laughs> I Very was strange. there. Very strange. Nor Muslims. I was Odd. there. I was there. True. I actually had a guy like- You're undercover, though. I had a guy spit- vomity beer all over the back of my shirt and then offered to buy me a new shirt. So I got a free shirt. That's mighty nice of him. Yeah, it was was actually not that bad. (laughs) That was right when I got in the door, too. I mean, you know, I'll I'll take a quick puke on the back for a new shirt. That's what I'm saying. Well, it was was this uh, company that I super like. Their shirts are like hella soft in North Carolina. It's the, like, they have a squirrel as their logo, but it's a whiskey company there. I wish I knew the name. I would give you a shout out, but I don't fucking know your name. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, why don't you fix that, guys? All right. Find her. <laughs> Send her t-shirts. We'll talk about you. Just Google Whiskey North Carolina Squirrel. <laughs> I'm sure you'll find it. It's the Peter Brewing Company. <laughs> My favorite, though, of this little kerfuffle of a clusterfuck of a situation was seeing the kid playing peekaboo with his drunk mother behind the gold club stripper tent. Okay. He was like in the bushes and I'm watching him as I'm eating funnel cake and I'm like just giggling my ass off at this mom who's like drunk and stumbling on this sloped hill trying to get her little babby who's like peekaboo and then running through the bushes and then peek-a-boo. Literally running but, through the bushes. But Literally. behind, yeah, behind strippers. <laughs> Let me, tacos. Yes. Funnel cakes. Yes. Tequila. Oh Yeah. Margaritas. Strippers. Strippers, margaritas. Okay. Was this heaven by any chance? No, there were children. Were you possibly in a like coma and going through to the next dimension? If there weren't children, it might have been. Fair. Okay. But because there weren't, there were all the kids. Yeah, no. Because funnel cakes plus twerking (laughs) plus tequila plus tacos equals equals five kids. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. That tracks, as they say. So that's my story. Wow. God damn. <laughs> now, this next one comes to us from Life Experience. Oh. Yes. So at work. Hi, Life Experience. Hi. At work at the restaurant where you and I work at employment-wise, one of the bartenders there was telling a story, and I happened to overhear the story. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. And so these girls had come up to the outside bar area of our restaurant and they had brought blended drinks from another establishment and they were like come up to the bar and they were sitting down there and the bartender you know looked at them Mm -hmm. and they were like oh is it okay if we just sit here for a little bit with our drink everybody loves our chairs they just want to sit at our restaurant they want to break our chairs is what they want to do yeah um so yeah now me She's telling me the story, and I'm like, oh, fuck that. I would have kicked their asses out so fast. If you're not buying anything from my place, get the fuck out. Yeah, get out. Her response to me, though, was this. They were, they had this ugly situation going on, and I felt bad for their faces. What? Yes. This was a woman <laughs> saying this about other women, mind you. Okay? Wait so she, she felt physically bad because these women were, th- like, beyond unattractive. Oh, you're that ugly? I feel sad for you? Yes. So she allowed them to sit and have special consideration. For the ugly. Right. (laughs) Now, she did say it it wound up paying off. They stayed for like over an hour. They bought some food. They bought some drinks eventually. Oh, cool. Everybody goes home happy. Yeah. So it was a win-win all around. But here's the thing. I had to to verify that this was a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I texted our good friend and uh, bartender Jess. Oh, I love Jess. And so I said, so random question. Have you ever had somebody at the bar who is so ugly that you gave them special consideration? Like how hot girls always get free shit, yeah. right? Like the inverse of that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like you're so ugly that you're extra nice to them. Yeah. So Jess wrote back. What'd she say? 
She said, all the time. Oh my God. Are you kidding? <laughs> it is a pretty petty pity, is what oh, that is. Oh, the three Ps yes. of I consideration. Try, I try to be extra nice to the ugly people. But having said that, there also is a very ugly regular, and he has a shit attitude. And so oh, she, no. like, her words, I would never treat people like that if I was that ugly. <laughs> She's the fucking best. So basically, oh. it... I'm sorry. So, A, we now have validation that that is a thing. That apparently yeah. giving special consideration to the, to the fuggos is an actual thing. I'm shocked that it's a woman thing, too. I am too, actually. Like, I've never thought I've to never ever seen, do that. Uh, yeah, I never thought that a woman would would like be like, "Oh, your face, <laughs> your poor face." Yeah, but no, that's absolutely a thing, and apparently a common enough thing that multiple bartenders have now confirmed that to me. Good God! Yeah, yeah. That's that was a delight, by the way. That was just a little ray of sunshine in my life. Well, you want to hear some uh, ugliness? I do. My brother actually told me a story for this show. Who's not ugly? No, no, not at all. But he dealt with some ugliness from Florida. <laughs> Hold on. I'm so shocked. Oh, my God. We love you, Florida. Got the craziest stories from Florida. Seriously, great listenership Absolutely. in the Sunshine State. We, we fucking love you guys. We, we kid because we need you. <laughs> so my brother had told me that he was working at a cell phone store, and it was like 10 minutes to close. Which we all know when someone walks in, you give them that You're look. a monster. Yeah, you look at them and you're just like, oh, fuck your fucking face hole. We don't want you here. Get the hell out. Gonna but, get ass fucked in the face is what's gonna happen. Yeah, she looks at him and she's, it's it's him and his friend. Um, I, I won't use the name because, you know, I didn't get permission. But it was one of his good Hispanic friends, which I love because, you know. This woman walks in and she offers them both $300 to unlock her husband's cell phone to find out who the hell he was texting and cheating on her with. Whoa. Yeah, he's like, I looked at him and I looked at her and I was like, fuck yeah, we'll figure out how to unlock that cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so he totally took the money and they were able to unlock it, gave her the info and no regrets. Wow. Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get, a pissed off woman with money Oh, yeah, it's going down. Zero fucks. Absolutely. Which, if I can continue for just a little bit of weirdness. Oh, please do. I had a guy come up to the host stand, and he looked at me, you know, and he was uh, with his wife, and he, of course he wouldn't let her sit in his golf cart. It was a weird situation where he had her in the back of the golf cart with his kid. Can I just say, for most human beings, except for where we live, the golf cart in and of itself is, is a weird oddity. situation. Yeah, it's starting yeah, in we... North Carolina. It's catching in a Cary, North Carolina. It's mm. becoming a thing because mm. they have the pre-planned developments now. Oh, God. And yeah, so like golf cart Fucking spaces. Fucking golf cart mafia, man. Yeah, the golf cart spaces are a thing like in front of establishments. It's yeah. really weird. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this guy and his wife and their babby come in and instead of going into the restaurant and actually getting things, the guy sends his wife and the kid in. They, I don't know, they like fucked around but they didn't get anything. The guy starts talking to another customer who was actually frequenting our establishment. Okay. And I overheard them. And he goes, oh, you know, uh, he was talking about like the Romans and he's like, you know what the Rome is known for? And I'm like, oh, I know this. So of course I chime in because I got a big fucking mouth and I like to flex my brain muscles when I can. And I'm like, the aqueduct system. And he just kind of peers over at me and he's like, no, no, uh, construction. That's what I do, construction. And I was like, how in the fuck do you get, what, what? No, the aqueduct system, but whatever. Anyway, then he comes over to my host stand and he's telling me that he liked the fact that we could share in a conversation together because clearly being a dyed haired person of of my a short, visage. Yeah, short with, tattooed, punky yes, haired, little nose ringed pixie. I clearly had to be a left wing complete nut bar of a liberal which you're like a middle wing liberal nut bar at best <laughs> <laughs> you're a nut bar that's that's really yeah all that that's it is. really you, all that's yeah. where that falls so i was like uh okay and i looked at him and i'm like i don't i don't live here full time man like i live in north carolina amongst farmers i have acreage 
Like, it's a thing. I have a bullet casing around my neck. And it just led to this whole thing. And he's like, oh, so you know, you know what's coming. And I'm like, oh, he's one of those guys. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ramp him up. I gotta play with him. So I'm like, do you mean the absolute collapse of society? And he's like, yes. Now, pause here because you yeah. are a survivalist nutbag. I am. You are a survivalist I nutbag. I am. That is absolutely you. I'm a survival enthusiast. You are a certified, I can tell you the backgrounds of every person ever to appear on Naked and Afraid, and I myself <laughs> would do that. Plus, also, I may have had fantasies about me naked and afraiding with one of the guys from there who can make arrows. And you've told me about it. Oh, Matt, he's awesome. See, uh... right there. You're actually, you know what? You know what? Rojo in the cheeks. Uh... Yet again. Blushing twice now, Pixie. Get a hold of yourself. That man's married, first off. Get a hold of yourself. Second off, I, I just, I love the fact that I want to know if anything was to happen that I could live off the land and survive. But this guy is one of those people that thinks things that aren't happening are happening. He's a conspiracy theorist guy. So I'm talking about, you know, of course, the price of ammunition and just all of this uh, supplies depleting and just getting him more and more upset. And he's like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to come back here tonight. And to much to my shock, he actually did return in the evenings to get full on hammered, but not with his wife. I don't know where he left her, but when they came into the restaurant, if none of them If she knows got... what's good for her, the kitchen. Yeah, right? I don't think she had shoes on either. That was another weird little bit about that. Well, it's hard to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen if you got shoes on, Pixie. <laughs> It was just an odd odd story, an odd happening, man. It was odd. Speaking of which, let me wind up with a, another gun-adjacent story. Okay? Oh, dear God. One of the things that we talk about a lot on the show is the craziness of chefs. And I had a chef who, a uh, sweet, sweet man, and when chefs go off the rails, like they really go off the rails kind of a thing. Yeah. So this chef, I will call him Shmashmashnin. <laughs> Um, no, we'll, we'll call him Bob. So Bob, uh, b- Chef Bob, Chef Bob was, uh, very well known for being a creative and talented chef, but also a complete fucking drunken mess. And he wound up rooming with another chef who was also very talented and even a bigger mess. Right. So Chef Bob would get shit hammered and do really dumb things. So one night. Chef Bob, so he goes out and gets ripped one night. Like chefs do. Right. And decides it'd be a really smart idea to go into the glove box of our dishwasher Mm -hmm. and steal the dishwasher's paycheck. Oh, that's low. Which- So low. No, Literally no reason for it, right? No. Now, here's one thing that you need to know about dishwashers. If you're going to fuck with dishwashers- (laughs) <laughs> don't they Just are don't. typically the most heavily armed members of any kitchen staff would be a dishwasher and this was no exception so i would never fuck with our male dishwasher i wouldn't fuck with any dishwasher period he's a beautiful and terrifying man so <laughs> when the dishwasher had found out that his entire paycheck was gone he was motivated to get it back So out at the bar, Mm -hmm. late one night, Mm -hmm. their chef Bob, dishwasher comes hauling ass in. Oh, dear God. Pulls chef Bob out of the bar. Okay. By gently saying, I would like you to speak with my gun. Oh, my. (laughs) While we're at it, um, if you could go ahead and take all of your clothing off. Disrobe. In the middle of the parking lot. Because I need to make sure you don't have my money currently on you. Oh, wow. But here's the thing. I kind of want my money back. So again, do you see this gun that's in my hand that is pointing in your direction now that you have no clothes on? If you could go ahead and get me my money back, I would super appreciate it, buddy. Only less nice than that. To which point, another one of our cooks swoops in and is like, whoa, how much was the check? Don't worry, I got you covered. Went to the bank that's yeah. across from this bar, gets money out, gives it to the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, buddy, you you yeah. go home. Like, let's not go talk about cool this down. again. Yep, yep. And then he took Chef Bob back to the house. 
Yeah. Drop Chef Bob off at home and beat the living piss out of him. Well. Telling him never to do that again. Obviously, someone had to give Chef Bob a beating. So if we can't end an episode of random leftovers with a chef naked drunk in a parking lot with a gun to his head. Because he stole a dishwasher's paycheck? I I don't know what we're even (laughs) doing working in this medium, to be perfectly honest. God, I love our industry. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that, my friends... It's episode 29 of Service Entrance People. Delicious leftovers and assorted goodness. And I think we followed through on that assorted goodness. Yeah, I think that was a bunch of fucking crazy. Yes, and so is the industry that we love. Please make sure you are going online, liking, listening, subscribing, sharing, rating, and reviewing five stars. One, two, three, four, five, five stars on whatever platform you are listening to. We want to get up those charts and you can help us. You can also help us by going to patreon.com slash service entrance people, becoming a producer like our executive producers, Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland. Thank, Thank you. you very much to those guys. You can also send us your stories via email, serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com, like our content producers, Chef Hope and Jeff Teal. Big, big salutes to you both as well. You can leave us a voicemail, 854-345-7721, or you can leave us messages on uh, our socials, Pixie. Absolutely. You can message us at serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Facebook at Service Entrance People Podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram at Surface Entrance People Pod. Oh, who's up in your DM? Hopefully, people who love this podcast. I hope so too. PayPal.com at Service Entrance People and our no, YouTube. At Service Entrance Peeps. That's right. PayPal is at Service Entrance Peeps. Our YouTube is at Service Entrance People. For those closed caption deliciousness. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you again next week, Wednesdays. Midnight, that is when delicious, piping hot, fresh service entrance people will be available for you. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I am Boomer. And I am Pixie. Adios. Adios.